Blog Talk Radio. Tony, how you doing? Yeah, I'm super fantastic. Every day. <laughs> super fantastic. Wake up, wake up. This is TNC Denar. We've been waiting so long, but we made it this far. If yeah. you're feeling like I'm feeling, you know it's so hard. Gotta keep your head up. Keep your faith in the Lord and read the sword and truth. Breaking down the walls, over 10,000 people waiting on the call and when it all coming to reality, it's over with. It's so close, I can feel it like a super hit. You never had it. You keep your head when you cash it. Outlast it. You ain't even got to flash it. How you doing, Tony? I'm super fantastic. Far from past it. Now close your eyes and imagine. Those that been down, bouncing back like elastic. How many really trying to do something that's so drastic? Ask it. If you see another fella of the Denard era of making their life better, yeah. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Triple P Pam known as already blessed. We done heard half the news. We waiting on the rest. Waiting is best. Remember that we on the same map. Tony and Ray ran the brothers on the same path. It's time for a transference of wealth and ain't trying to be left with my life on the shelf. Can't do it by myself. We got to do it together. A life of wealth. We living like to live it forever. Let's go. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah. We getting ready for the RV. Let's go. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah. We getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah. We getting ready for the RV. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah. We getting ready for the RV. It was all a dream, but now it's a reality. Now it's where it has to be. Just keep your faith and you will see. Come a catastrophe, but just be patient, though. He's incredible how he used the oddest things to brush your soul. TNT, Denard, Tony, Raven, where you at? People waiting on the intel call to hit you back. Raven got the ladies going crazy on the open mic call. Midnight to the break of dawn is going on. Uh. Living in a time where we really know we need it. You gotta believe it, ain't no time to be conceited. It's blessed life, I cherish like the air that I'm breathing. No grieving, listen to the words that I'm speaking. Lifetime of wealth transferred to the believers. Know somebody ready, I can hear it through the speakers. IQD reevaluation, waiting with anticipation. I'm patient and impatiently waiting to be patient. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. We ain't got the ladies going crazy on the open mic call. Midnight to the break of dawn is going on. Uh. Living in a time where we really know we need it. You gotta believe it, ain't no time to be conceited. This blessed life I cherish like the air that I'm breathing. No grieving, listen to the words that I'm speaking. Lifetime of wealth transferred to the believer. Know somebody ready, I can hear it through the speakers. IQD reevaluation, waiting with anticipation. I'm patient and impatiently waiting to be patient. Let's go. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah. We getting ready for the RV. Let's go. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah. We getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah. We getting ready for the RV. Let's go. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah. We getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah. We getting ready for the RV. Let's go. 
To start conference recording, press 1. To return to the conference, press stop. The recording has started. It's time. Welcome to the Information Superstation, TNT. Hosted by that dynamic duel, Tony and Ray Rinfro. They're super fantastic and fantabulous, sir, to the nth degree. Bringing you the latest and greatest Iraqi dinar revaluation information from around the globe, east to west. It's the best. So sit back, relax, and get ready to have your mind blown in the TNT Intel Zone. Good afternoon, TNT Super Fantastic Family. Today is Monday, October 18, 2021. Raven98 here, along with. It's your cue. Let's see, I believe everybody heard me. I heard me. Tony, you there? Cause you letting Ray see how he is in the middle of the call. Might be saying, Ray, Ray, you there? <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> Here and not here. <laughs> anyway, all right. Good morning, TNT. <laughs> oh my God, it's a super fantastic day. It really is. So I'm gonna start off with some sad news. If you guys don't know, um, Colin Powell passed away. Great man, as far as I'm, I'm concerned, he did pass away from COVID, even though he was fully vaccinated. Now, and I can say that, that he was fully vaccinated, but he also had a blood cancer. So he already had a weakened immune system. So know that, too, everybody out there. But I want everybody to be careful. All right. Let's get on with what's going on in the Dinar community. Does anybody out there have any information, good, bad, or different? Anybody know anything just for real? No, I'm joking. All right. Um, the banks got all excited over the weekend. They were anticipating it. As of today, this morning, the call centers are not manned. Um, the redemption centers are not manned, but they remain on the highest of alerts. And that's what they were excited about. They are on high alert this morning. Now, we know it's not going to happen today. Well, actually, they went on high alert yesterday, but we know it's not going to happen <clears throat> today. Because today is an official holiday over there. So we don't even have to worry about it today. Well, I'll tell you that, guys, that on Friday, I didn't foresee the window actually open until Tuesday, an opportunity for it. 
the banks are still high on this week. My guy in Iraq is high on this week. And I will tell you he is because Ray, you making some noise in the background. Because um they were given a date of Saturday for this to occur over in Iraq. They were given a date of Saturday. Now, I haven't been able to get hold on this morning to get an uh, update, but he did, or we could say it could still happen this week. They're still signing contracts with additional countries to do business, come and restructure, and those contracts do come with dates on them that they can expect to start paying their employees' salaries at a different rate. At a different rate. And I already told you guys, when people contact me over the weekend, that the rate they were given was 371. 371. The banks here in the U.S. said the rates they were told is going to come out is 471. That's the difference. 371 is what Iraq is being told, and it's the rate on some of their cards. 471 is the rate that the bank people are being told here that they should expect it to come out at is what they were last seen on their screen. So that's the difference in the rates. Time is going down um, to Walt 404, because they now shares. Maliki was in the news. He did put out articles or made statements supposedly trying to calm down the protesters that were there both yesterday and today. So certain provinces did have people protesting the results of the election. And all of those people protesting were the uh, Iranian followers, <laughs> were Maliki's people, Amiri's people, people who lost. A lot. Not only did they lose, but they lost worse than anybody ever thought they would because their plan backfired when they were telling people to protest the vote, which didn't even make any sense, to not vote, participate. Idiot, how are you supposed to win if they don't participate? So they got less votes than ever expected, and now they're trying to protest the results, which the articles are saying they don't have a, a, a foot to stand on. It's not going to happen. Oh, did I say that wrong? No, I thought he said that. All right. Okay. Where he said I messed up. All right. 471 was from Iraq. Then 371 got to be from the bank because it's different. Sorry. Um, okay. <laughs> and that's okay. All right. It goes back and forth. Yeah, maybe that's what he said. All right. Where else was I at? Um Oh, Maliki. He put out a short statement, it's a very short statement, asking them to protest peacefully. Don't mess everything up that Iraq has accomplished so far. 
and it's important that the world see that Iraq is calm. So I paraphrase everything there. But that was his statement. Is it what he really wants him to do? We have yet to see. So I gave you guys the timeline before the results of the election become permanent, even though everybody's saying it is. They've done it. They recounted some problems already. Sadar is the winner. Sadar's block will choose the next prime minister. And it's supposedly be, it's going to be easier than it has been in the past as far as him forming the largest block. They say he already is the largest block. So there's new rules in there, things that they can and can't do that's supposed to relieve all the confusion and back and forth that we've seen in the previous years. So it should be an easier time getting to the final result. Let me see. The bank did start new rules yesterday on Sunday. Currency auction went down by 75% from what it was on Saturday. So it's going to take a a little bit to see uh, if it gets the desired results, but so far it looks like it is going to do just that. So all we have to do is wait. All right, Ray, let's get started. Okay. See, so you guys, I was letting you know how that feels. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> It took a second. It, the, the line's back open. Um, NC Baby Doll says, My boyfriend and I have multiple currencies. You have stated previously that the more currency you have when exchanging, the more likely you are to possibly qualify to receive the higher rate. Is it possible we could combine our currencies and go in together to get the higher rate, or do we just need to go individually hmm. NC baby doll is that right <laughs> okay right yeah. well baby doll listen <laughs> unless he is your husband I think you're going to have to do this on your own as far as appointments because, again, the only person supposed to be there is you, yourself, and I. Oh, oh, just you and yourself, the two of you, unless you are incapacitated in some form or fashion. Now, you can do what we've always been talking about, what I talked about on the last couple of talk calls and for the last couple of years. He can go in first. You can go in first. Say, this is what he has and we want to negotiate together even if we can't do our uh, exchange together or we can go somewhere else. Nothing beats a failure but a try. I don't think they're going to make your appointment a year because just because you're his baby doll doesn't make you any different from the other 10 million people who want to bring somebody with them to help negotiate. Make sense? I don't know. Some of these names are getting me. 
North Carolina baby doll. Okay. What's next? <laughs> Let's see. Pets Rule says, months ago, you shared with us that your UST contact and or bank contact had stated that those who exchanged 10 or more of the 100 trillion Zim note would receive a higher unit amount with no cap, other than maybe some type of a structured payout because of the large amount. Has that changed any that you are aware of? Has not changed at all that I'm aware of. We were told if you have 10 or more, you would be offered a higher rate. I still don't know what the structured payout would be, but you can negotiate it. All right. Sunstar says, number one, when the rates come out for the dinar, dom, and zim, do you think the rates will peak out very fast and fall back within 14 days to where the rates came out at? Well, I think you added a couple of days to it. I've been telling you guys I think it, it will happen in a 10, 12-day period of time. It could go to 14. Here supposedly is the safety net, and I don't know. You will know going up if this is true or not. You will know. We were told by our committee member a long time back that because of what happened with Kuwait and because it happened so fast, and people made hundreds of millions of billions of dollars, whatever the case was, and people lost that much who didn't know what they were doing, they're going to let the rate go up in increments. So whether it's 5% a day, 10% a day, 20 whatever they set, they have set markers already for both the rise and the decline so it won't happen instantly overnight or we just won't go crazy. So the way it goes up, you can watch it. I would expect for it to come down in a similar fashion. So you'll know. It doesn't really matter. Because once it hits peak, if you're watching it, you want to get out anyway. You don't wait, wait till it comes down slowly. So... And it's always, 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 if you guys don't know, I mean, if you're actually on 4X trying to do it, it's always first come, first serve, if that's the way you're doing it. If you're trying to wait and schedule your appointment because you don't want to sign an NDA, you don't want the higher rates, you need to go in, make prior arrangements with a wealth manager, somebody, Hey, when it hits right here, I want you to get me in. So you already have that position waiting is what I would do. All right, what's next? Angelo, oh, wait a minute. Um, Sunstar says, any boots on the ground, news or updates you can share? Uh, I think I already gave it to you. Yeah, and you already did anything from the agencies. Okay. Mangello says, just wanted to know if everything that was supposed to happen in Iraq on Sunday happened. New bank laws implemented, et cetera. Yep. I already answered that because the auction went down 75% based on the new laws and what's going on. 
So they absolutely did go into effect. All right. Skin Man says, I was wondering how it was possible to have a live rate available on the cards here and people are able to use in certain instances without an actual RI or RV. Well, since they're Visa or MasterCards that they're using and it's in their system, then I guess they have the power and authority to do that. You guys got to remember it's no different than all of us having credit cards at different interest rates. How do they do that? If it's one card, it's one country. If they can apply different interest rates on all of our cards, why couldn't they apply different exchange rates on those very same cards, the select few that they have? Because that's what's going on. That's what was agreed with Iraq. Iraq put the news out. I didn't put it out. We actually saw the articles. <laughs> Change is put out there for uh, those who were school fees. And so what was the other thing? I forgot. Anyway, out of the country, though. Don't remember. And foreign country, school fees and something else. I can't remember. Let's see how sharp Tish is this morning. All right. She's usually our uh, encyclopedia. Okay, what's next? Scotto says, is it true that banks are not selling currency anymore? I don't know. Let's wait and we'll get the answer from some of you guys on the call. I saw an article, somebody put that out, said that the banks weren't selling currency anymore, but um, like the online currency guys are still selling. But somebody make a phone call right now. Chase, Citibank. I'm sure Citibank still is because they never stop. But for any of yeah. the other banks. What are you looking for? Dinar or Dawn? Go ahead, Ray. You know, some, some banks were selling on Friday. Yeah, maybe not the one that Scott was interested in, but anyway. Well, somebody okay. just put it out, one of the other articles, because somebody sent it to me. Where te- they told them that banks weren't selling currency anymore. But... Oh, wait a minute. Scott was asking us a crap question from somebody else's info. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Let's go to the live callers. 404, Erico, you're one. Hi, Tony. Hi, Ray. Again, appreciate your helping us connect this thought. Happy Monday to you. Um, just a couple of, of questions. You, you were talking about um, that your contact in Iraq uh, had said uh, that they were expecting it to occur on Saturday. Can you clarify which Saturday? Was that Saturday the 16th or Saturday the 23rd? Oh, my bad. Uh, told it was going to happen on Saturday the 15th. So that's what they were expecting. But it still okay. says it will happen sometime this week, so we'll see. Okay, okay. Um, with respect to the, the election, 
um, time frame. You, you've shared with us in the past that what their protocols are of how long they had to uh, issue their appeals and then uh, time for, for the judiciary or whoever it is that would make, make the decision. Where are they in that time frame at this point? And are the Iraqis sort of saying that uh, they may be able to speed up the, the process such that we would see that behind us is past tense, that they've already got everyone seated? Nope, they're not saying that. So first of all, the election results haven't even been put out as official yet. They just were. Right. Um, they had three days to appeal, which doesn't make any sense except for, I mean, that the vote was on last Sunday, not the one just passed. So it's been over seven days. But they said their three days to appeal isn't up until tomorrow. So I don't know how they count. After that, they got 15 days to respond to any appeals. Right. That puts us right to the 7th of November. If they do that, and then it goes to the next council, and then they have 20 days to respond to any of their appeals. But they supposedly are going to make an official announcement. These are the results at the end of these 15 days, and then go through the process. The process is in writing. I think that's why they put it out for everybody. So there's no guesswork required. Just follow these dates and times that I sent you guys. They did an update yesterday. So a a smaller article that I'll send out after the call. So, again, you guys can follow it along. And everybody can read it for themselves exactly what's supposed to happen. The only difference this time is what I stated at the beginning of the call. They're saying since they changed the rules on forming the largest block who wins the election, so they took that part out, forming the largest block that wins to the largest, whoever got the most votes is the largest block. So that part has been removed. They don't have to negotiate it. They can't form alliances like they did before or go through any of that crazy mess. Now, they do have to form alliances and what they're doing in order to select parliament members and House of Representatives, and they still can um, appeal those selections. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot different than our election, right? Right. The the speculation, of course, uh, in a lot of the articles over here uh, are kind of laying the groundwork that, that Sauter, in being the, the winner with the, the largest block, that he does seem to be leaning toward uh, Kazemi coming in uh, for a continued uh, term unto himself. Um, and the like. What kind of reaction, if any, have your folks over in Iraq been sharing on the response of the, the general population to that possibility occurring? Actually, the people were for that before the vote, is what I was because he's the only one who has done anything, even though he hasn't accomplished anything. <laughs> but he did the white paper. He set it all up, and it's all ready to go. And everybody, with the exception of Maliki, Amiri, and 
Iran, even though they're saying they're for him, everybody else wanted to give him a full term to try to complete it. And Sadar said he thought he should be. Now, again, at the last minute, you saw they changed it and said, hey, we're for independent because he was independent. And it didn't mm-hmm. like they were going just for him. And he could say what he did. Hey, I, I, I didn't have a dog in the fight. I, I wasn't out there uh, running for election. I wasn't picking no team. So if they just happened to pick me again, it just is what it is. Okay. Well, again, guys, appreciate your tenacity and sticking through with us on this. And 10 days from whenever this does come to a final end, we know that that's on our special TNT Super Fantastic Error Pay It Forward Project's going to be. Should have done this week. We could still do all of that in October. That would be nice. That is cutting it close. All right. <laughs> hey, yes, we are. Okay. <laughs> Take care. Bye-bye. Have a right. super fantastic Bye-bye. day. Okay, 209, area code, you are on. Good morning and good afternoon. Mike is going to be a two-part. Good morning. Mine is going to be a two-part. Friday I tried to get in, but for some reason I didn't get in cube. So the first part is going to be for Friday, and then I have two questions for today. On Friday, um, I had an acquaintance that came to stay with me, and I taught, got her to buy some dogs. We went in Tuesday. We were able to buy the dog last Tuesday. Usually it comes within two days. As it is, I'm picking it up today for her. So it took a long time for it to come, but they are selling it. In the meantime, my husband had gotten is very negative, and he told her, oh, those guys are just lying, and we've been in this for eight years, and blah, blah, blah. So she got scared, and I told her, I said, look, I don't want you to suffer. I will buy your dog from you if you don't want to keep it. So she, I told her, I would never put you in something I didn't believe in. So she went and did some research, and this is what she came up with. On Viet, this was last Tuesday, on VietnamBreakingNews.com, it said, Vietnamese dong reval. Vietnamese currency forecast to strengthen against the U.S. dollar in 2021, October 11, 2021. And then she pulled up another one that said, and it came from Training Economics, it said the Vietnamese dong is expected to trade by the end of this quarter, according to the Trading Economics Global. So I thought that was good news. And so that was what I wanted to share for that lady. I'd ask people asking a day, are they still selling? Yes, Chase is still selling dong as of last Friday, because I was in there last Friday. Now, my question okay. for today is, my question for today is a few weeks back, Tony, uh, you gave another word for contract rate when we're negotiating, and I don't remember what that word was. Do you remember what it was? They were using a different word for contract rate. A different word. Um, yeah. It was about three weeks ago. I, think I don't know. It was a treasury okay. rate? No, no. That's something way old. Oh. This was something new that I had not heard you say before. And I couldn't find my notes on it. Well, I'm sure it'll come back to you. Uh, my second question is, several years ago, when you were teaching us about IPOs, you gave an example about the gold miners and the pick and shovel. And, of course, the gold miners were the ones that were buying the pick and shovels 
and then going out mining. So they were doing all the work, but the people getting the money were the people selling the pick and shovel. So do you have an example for today's market? That was back, you know, back in the gold mining days. Do you have something you could share with us along the same line as an example, as a pick and shovel? Oh. <laughs> oh. Modernize well, it. Okay. I, and I think I did that years ago when I said 3D printing. 3D printing companies are going to be a great opportunity for people to make a lot of money and go up. But let's see. What is the most important part about a 3D printing company? Is it the um, ink and materials or is it the parts that make the printer? that are more important than what you make with the printer. Um, the example is if I'm looking at 3D printing companies, I am also looking at their suppliers because they're guaranteed to make money regardless if people who buy the printers make money or not because the printers themselves are going to be there, right? People looking at, when I say 3D printing, and somebody sent me a video the other day of this lady opening a box with her 3D printed prosthetic arm. Now, what's important about that? If you guys know or don't know, I'm going to tell you, they will not make prosthetic arms for some kids because they're still growing. And because there were 80 $90,000 an arm, and every three months to six months, they had to make them a new one to adjust so they wouldn't make it. A 3D printed prosthetic cost them less than $10,000 to make. So now they will make it. So am I looking at the company, again, that makes the prosthetic arms? Is that the industry I want to look at? See if they're going public, or is it the ones who make the 3D cars, or is it the ones who make the 3D houses, or is it the one who makes um, the 3D heart valves now? Industry am I looking at? Where am I looking at all this the 3D printing that's coming into, which goes as far down as to people with 3D printing cups and saucers? and selling items on eBay. I don't know if you guys are aware of that. So you can look at the industry as a whole, or you can look at the picks and shovels. Who is selling what type of 3D printers, but more importantly, who are the main companies selling them the parts and things they need to function? Those are your picks and shovels. Okay, you answered my question, and you were right. You did use the 3D printer as an example back then, but like I said, this is junior-senior moment, and I'm just having a junior-senior moment, too, and that was my it's question. It's okay. It was a great okay, question. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, hey, okay. hold on for a second. Great. What, what's that yes. charge account? We can charge for that type of information? You got an account set up for that? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> all right, all right. It better be a junior senior moment account. That's all I gotta say. Yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Right. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Seven five four area code. You are on. Well, good morning, Tony, and good afternoon, Ray. It's Mahjong Lady from another sunny, hot day in South Florida. Um, Hey, how you doing? Well, my anniversary came and went without an RV, so I'm not exactly on the the high end today. Thought for sure maybe Friday would be it. (laughs) Other than that, doing fine. Eye surgery went well. Okay. I'm seeing again. Yeah, I'm saying you're still married, right? Yeah, we're still married. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) It was a good day. (laughs) It was a good day. And playing Marshawn again, so that makes it even better. Um, well, wait a minute. That's two. Uh, yeah. One more before we get started. How's the new job? Uh, the new job is on. Uh, we worked for a couple of weeks. They put it on hold for a couple of weeks. Some internal problems. So we're back to not working oh. again. Okay. So that's, that's the three updates from me. Um, we, with this election and everything they have to do, the 15 days, the 20 days, the fact that they're a third world country, how close is the CBI, in your opinion, do you think to actually let this go before all this political stuff gets settled over there and they announce the prime minister and the cabinet starts forming? Are they going to let it go before, or do we foresee another year of the same thing going on and on? Okay. I don't know when they're going to announce it. They set some time frames already. I don't think it's going to be another year. I don't think, and I don't know, that they can go through the rest of this year. Now, they may have enough excuses to do it, but... I don't foresee it. Now, I say that because they're doing the demonstrations about the election already, even though it's just Iranian-based and their people. But there's another demonstration, I think, planned uh, this week or next week in uh, as the anniversary that they do for the 2000. 19 demonstration that they had They put a body out of office But because nothing Is being accomplished Now it's hard to Accomplish anything I mean to not do this When they told people they have the highest Reserves they've ever had When they're putting Out That you know even now The banking laws have changed Everything telling people to Come and use the bank when they're giving them their cards and telling them the new uh, rate is going to be posted on their cards and they're educating them. And then this morning, they're putting out that oil is at the highest rate that has been since 2014, which means there's a surplus of money. When they put out articles like they did today, where they said for every $1 that oil goes up, which it has 
Iraq is going to make another billion dollars. Well, all those numbers make it impossible to tell the people we can't create a better economy and we don't have to wait six more months to do it. Hopefully not three more months to do it. Not one more month because it is, in fact, happening. They're explaining to them how they did the budget and at $64, they would have a surplus. It's at $84 now. So I think putting all that information out, they have to make a move sooner rather than later. Uh, aside from what the um, people are doing who side with Iran and Maliki and that whole you know, tribe of thieves, the uh, average Iraqi citizen that's looking for a paycheck, looking for electricity, looking for money for food, are they ready to go back out in the streets again like they did previously and flood the uh, green zone and protest because they've been waiting years and years for this to happen and they're tired of the excuses that the government's coming up with? They are tired of it, but here's the a new development, I should say, is the streets got, uh, I think, 20 seats in this election, 20 seats they didn't ever have before. Um, some other group got 13 seats. Got to read so much, I forget exactly who they are. But that is a change to Parliament and a change to what they think is going to go on from now on. So now they're looking like they have a little bit of power. They're actually part of it, which may prolong them from doing it. But there is a protest or a demonstration, I shouldn't say protest, um, scheduled for this week or next week. They're saying there's a date. It didn't actually give the date, but it says the date is coming up for the actual demonstration. So, All right. Um my next question, I don't know which one of you would want to answer this one. It could be for Ray. The $600 that the president put in the infrastructure bill because he says people aren't paying their taxes when you're paying cash for um, goods or you're paying a contractor cash or you're giving a uh, waiter or a waitress a tipping cash so they don't have to pay taxes. Of course, he could get away with not paying a half a million dollars in taxes. But what is that? What effect is that going to have on the RV and our ability to avoid or not pay a tremendous amount of tax if that stupid law goes in effect? Six hundred dollars for what? He put in in the, in the infrastructure package. Anytime you take $600 out of your checking account, $600 or more, he wants the banks to report it to the IRS so that they could track where the money went because, according to him, there's billions in taxes that have never been collected. Of course, he didn't include his half a million that was never collected. So if that part of the infrastructure bill passes, where every time you take $600 out of an account, be it checking, savings, brokerage, as long as you take cash out, he wants the banks to be the watchdog and report you to the IRS. 
How is that going to affect our ability with the money we get from the RV? Okay. First of all, that was not directed at us at all (laughs) or any other billionaire or or millionaire. First of all, they don't deal in $600 increments. And most of their payments are on cards or wire transfers. Nobody walks around with a bunch of cash in their pocket as a millionaire or or billionaire. Just not going to happen. So the rule is, yes, he wanted every one of those deposits after um, above $600. But the banks have not agreed to it. The banks are fighting it. They think it's too much additional work for them to be doing. The banks are the ones putting out the commercials and the information to us so that we could tell them we don't like that. People are complaining that it is too much government in their business especially at that level. And it's one of the things that probably won't even go through. So I'm personally not worried about it on so many levels that I don't think it makes sense. I think it's something that they just put in there so they can negotiate it out. A lot of negotiation is just like that. Put all this crap in there, ask for the moon, and, you know, settle for the clouds. And that's all they did, put some ridiculous stuff in there that they knew was never going to go through. But they can say, hey, we gave up this, we gave up that, we cut this out. I absolutely never seen this law go into effect. Doesn't even make sense. People be picking out $600 a day. Everybody goes good. And they're supposed to report that. And the banks are complaining because they don't want your banking information sitting in the government, your account, everything else, which is not anybody's business, or the accounting firm or whoever they got to go through to accomplish all of that. It just doesn't even make good sense. So that I'm definitely not concerned with. All right. You made a comment during the intel that the banks, uh, your banking sources said this could happen this week. Um, That doesn't sound too encouraging, could, when it was, when from expecting to could. Um, What changed that they're not as adamant as they were in the past? And what effect could this, my final question, what effect could this have on the contractors just saying, you know what, this has gone on long enough, either put up or shut up? So, you don't like coulda, woulda, shoulda. You don't no, like I that. like expecting okay. yes better. Because <laughs> coulda, woulda, shoulda is too far-fetched. <laughs> and it is. And they've been told again and again uh, to look at it. The window was what? 15 through 18. You know what I gave you guys? Right. Today, yep. The 18th. Yep. So, which we knew wasn't going to happen today because 
folks are being Monday and a holiday over there. Right. Well, they thought it was going to happen Saturday. They were all excited. They get just like we do. They get, you know, these windows, and here's another one, here's another one. That's why they told their people to go home but be on high alert. I don't even know that they needed to be on alert. But they also got the same windows that we did this weekend, 29 through the 2nd. But every day when they're having meetings, having briefings, they're being updated, they're saying this could go at any time. The law is in place now. All this good news is coming out. Oils continue to go up every day. And now, you know, by a dollar, every dollar, they're making another billion dollars. They could pop this at any moment. Nobody really knows. On the contract, is there any of them getting changed. disgusted? Do what? Are any of the contractors getting disgusted yet? Well, he didn't say they were disgusted because, you know, this is how they. No, I'm it. just saying. They lie all the time. They give them dates all the time. They tell them things, and it doesn't happen. What they know, just like we do, is going to happen because they signed the contract. So it's a matter of do they want to wait. Uh, let me tell you, guys, there's a, a guy over there. Let me think about this for a minute if I want to give you guys too much information. Think about oh, it you can second. give all the information you want. We can handle it all, Tony. I know, but I don't know if he wants to be giving it out or no, you can't give it out. Huh? <laughs> no, they can't give it out. So, yeah, let me just put it like this. A guy was offered hundreds of millions of dollars offered if he just turned it over now. And I mean hundreds of millions of dollars. But instead, he uh, went through with his agreement and now knows that he's going to make billions and billions of dollars when he could have just got out. But the fact that he has the, the stamina, the determination, and the will to wait for what's about to come changed his life that much. <laughs> I mean, hundreds of millions of dollars is one thing, but billions and billions that you've now signed for is something totally different. And all of them know that's going to happen if they could just ride the ride to the end. And they know because they're now all re-signing and getting rates and getting agreements that the ride is coming to an end. So bottom line, the end could be tomorrow, and I'm, I'm going to just – stress this out, which I think is worst-case scenario. It could be tomorrow. It could be January the 15th, and that's worst-case scenario to me. Now, and I know a lot of you guys will take that wrong. I'm just trying to make sense of this. If it is great, 15th, what's the difference between hundreds of millions and billions and billions? That's what those contractors over there have to look at. Do I want to do this for 10 more days or do I want to do this for 90 more days to get billions and billions? But I know it's over because it's already in the budget. We've 
been told that. We've been shown that the other countries who are signing contracts already know what's in the white paper, even though we don't. They already know what's in the budget, even though we don't. Contractors are the same way. They're signing their contracts, and they have a minimum amount that they are agreeing to pay their employees. I can't go through this whole contract. But they have a minimum amount that they have to pay those employees, and they had to sign their contract saying they would do that. So while they have more information, it makes sense for them not to be upset at all because they know in the end they win because they do. Does that make sense? Well, yep. Um, to my friends in San Antonio, get that car moving and get those banks to ring the bell already. And thank you both. I appreciate all the information. And um, I'll be back on Wednesday. Thanks again. Oh, Have a great day. Oh. Bye bye. Thank you. Fantabulous, sir, to the nth degree, but I'm going to have to limit you to three questions today. I know. It always means when you get to me, I got to do one or two. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> uh, Mr. Tony, how you doing? I'm super fantastic. <laughs> Let me tell you, if you wasn't always at the back of the bus, everybody wouldn't have answered all your questions already. So, Bye. Right. 
we just never really know what the definition is for coming days to them. Two days, right. 20 days, 90 days. What is the coming mm-hmm. day supposed to mean? Yeah. And that is where the challenge all comes. Yes, it's coming. Okay. Yes, it's going to happen. This is how it's going to work. And, again, it's no different than, you know, in Texas. All you got to do is dangle a carrot in front of them, and they'll walk for miles. And miles I'm not going to fool with you. I ain't fooling with you this morning. I'm, I'm going to get to that carrot to you later. <laughs> I ain't going to fool with you today. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Troops, y'all gotta go. 
I don't want none of you now. I want the city to change. And are they saying, wait, this is not what we agreed on. Wait, this is a little bit too much. Or, you know, we're going to have mm-hmm. to wait and see how everybody gets over this initial shock before they do it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, well, I mean, to me, common sense would just say they wouldn't release it, but that's just me. I mean, what do I know? that they wouldn't release it until they get that part resolved at least. And I'm kind of like you, seem like they take every minute that they have legally to do what they have to do and drop it at the last minute. Now, when that will be, like you say, we don't know. So it's kind of conflicting with the memos that they just sent out, you know, last week saying in the coming days, but yet still they're trying to appeal it. That could take another 20 days. So we don't know what the coming days mean. <laughs> you know how soon that is. So my last question is, we, the open mic people, have been doing some role play on how and when we go into the bank at exchange time and when we're calling the 1-800 numbers, what we will or will not be able to say or what they will ask us or what we can choose. So with that said, when it comes to the list of banks that is exchanging in this process, will we be able to choose the bank that we want to go to? You know, because we know the five top banks are, you know, Wells, Chase, BOA, and all those people. Will we be, and since we have, some people already have accounts set up at those banks. So when we call the 1-800 number and the customer service person asks, <clears throat> for information, I know in the poll that we could give them a zip code and tell them which bank we wanted to go to because we know those banks were going to be on the list. And they would send us to the closest location with the zip code that we uh, would be going to. Do Can you tell us how this process would work? Yeah, it's still going to work like that. You're going to call the 800 number. You're going to give them your information, how much you have. And, yes, you can tell them, this, this is who I want to work with. Then they're going to give you their exchange location, their bank. Nobody can force you to go to anywhere you don't want to go to, okay? Absolutely mm-hmm. cannot do that. Now, not only that, but the <coughs> banks themselves want their existing customers first. That's right. who they want to prioritize, their existing right. customers. So, again, it shouldn't be an issue for you at all. They want you, and you get to choose them. This is where I want to do business. Nobody can tell you where you have to exchange your money. Okay. With that said, um, so so will they provide us a list of banks when we call that number, or do you know how that part will work? Do we? Because will we know the list of banks that's going to be on their list? Well, I, I would suspect if, when they're talking to you, these are your options, and then just tell okay. them what you have, and this is the location we need to send you to. So I haven't okay. um, asked them word for word what they're going to say to you, but I know right. that's uh, part of the process. <laughs> Okay, and I know that over the years and even months that things change like the water. So I know, you know, 
it could have been this way six months ago, and as of today, it could have changed because, you know, that's just how this whole process to me has gone. But with the, mm, how would I put this, uncertainty of who will and will not exchange the Zim, even if it's going to go or not, will that have anything to do with the banks that they're going to send us to? Because not all banks will exchange the Zim, or will they all exchange it if it goes through? No. No, we already know right now some banks that they are not going to exchange the Zim. Yeah. Okay. Just like you said. Then they change with the flow of the water in the last minute. They all say, yeah, we'll take it. It's going, we'll take uh-huh. it. But as of right now, I only know two that are absolutely, or maybe three, that are saying they're absolutely going to take it. Now, in conjunction with your question that you're asking, does it make sense if you have them to take all your currency to that one bank? Instead of trying to split up with some at this bank and some and your Zim at that bank, the better deal, the higher rates, your best opportunities are going to be offered to you if you take all of your currency to that one bank. Mm-hmm. But that's what makes sense. Mm-hmm. So I don't care if I want to go to Bank A because that's where I'm a customer at. I like them. My sister works there. My aunt Mary's one of the bankers, but they don't take the Zim. Am I going to take my dinar and dong and rupiah all to them and try and take 10 uh, Zim notes or 50 Zim notes to this other bank and do my exchange? I'm taking it all to that other bank. Why? Mm -hmm. Because I want the highest rate on all of it, not some of it. And that right. gives me the highest rates mm-hmm. instead of mm-hmm. trying to split it up and get a high rate on both, okay? So with that said, the three banks that you know, uh, can we assume that they're one of the top five or not necessarily? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. All right. Well, that's all we need to know. Okay. Well, thank you. Those are my three, maybe four and a half questions, huh? That that Was that four and a half? For you, I lost count. It's okay. You know what? <laughs> if you run a little bit faster, you might catch that carrot hanging out there. Go a little bit faster. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> okay. Well, thank you guys. I appreciate everything you do. Uh, okay. Bye. Bye. Six one zero, Erico. You're on. Hey, good afternoon, Ray, and good morning, Tony. It is G-Man MPA. Greetings, sir. Hey, man, how you doing? Doing super fantastic, gentlemen. It is another dynamite day here in the USA. Long version. Ladies and gentlemen, for all of you who are new to the call and all of you who didn't know, all these calls and all the means of communication that Ray and Tony used to keep us informed need to be paid for. And it's up to all of us out here in the currency community to send in financial gifts in order to keep this information superstation on the air. 
you can help by going to www.tntsuperfantastic.com, clicking on that red donate button, and when you do, the name and address will come up to where you can send your checks and money orders made payable to Raymond Renfro, P.O. Box 1748, Elm City. That's just like the tree. Elm City, North Carolina, 27822. And when you're making out those checks and money orders, ladies and gentlemen, please remember to make them payable to Raymond Renfro. For those of you who'd like to donate electronically, we're utilizing Google Pay to do that. And step number one to use Google Pay is to download the Google Pay app to your smartphone. Step number two, back out of that Google Pay app and go to the TNT Super Fantastic website on that red Send Gift button and follow the instructions for instant Google Pay. Again, to send your gifts electronically, we're utilizing Google Pay to do that. First step is to download the Google Pay app to your smartphone. Step number two, back out of the Google Pay app and go to the TNT Super Fantastic website. Click on that red Send Gift button and follow the instructions for instant Google Pay. And your financial gifts will go through electronically. Remember to do it today, ladies and gentlemen. You'll be very, very glad that you did. And when you are sending in your gifts, please remember to include your phone number. That way it will make it easier for Ray to track those donations as they come in. As always, Ray and Tony, thank you for all you continue to do for us. Thank you to both of your families for continuing to share you with us. Thank you to those 13 task force members who are still out there making sure that the bankers and meeting facilities are going to be available for us post-RV so we can get all that banking information. And as Ray has taught us, remember, verification, negotiation, diversification, protect your principal, KYW, know your worth, and Vegas, 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 and Raleigh, 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 so I can come join you and enjoy some of that good home style North Carolina barbecue. Thank you, gentlemen. Make it a dynamite rest of the day. All right, sir. Thank you very much. All right. We Thank appreciate you, the sir. PSA. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Yep. You're very, very welcome. Okay. Let's see. Well, 360, you were next, but looks like you fell off. I don't know if it was accidental or intentional. So we'll go to 386. Three eight six. Okay, I'm you here. On. I'm here. Tony, how how are you guys? You and Ray. Good afternoon and good morning. I'm busy Greetings. working, but okay. I just caught the phone. Uh, Tony, when do you think this thing is really going to go? <laughs> Let me ask you a question. <laughs> okay. When do you 
When do you right. want it to go? <laughs> Last month. Oh, yeah, me too. <laughs> Listen. Well, I think uh, the uh, way it's going right now, uh, every time you give us a new deadline, you should just tell us to wait till the new deadline instead of giving us hope every few days when it ain't going to go anyway. Well, guess what? And I like that. But this is what I do. And this is what I told you last week and last month and last year. I give you the information as I get it because that's all Correct. I can do. I get it from the Treasury, from the bank, from D.C. So I will tell you guys, which I forgot to tell you, so. That's a good question. I forgot to put it in there. I got called yesterday. So it's at least four different countries, four different countries and banking systems that are saying this is going to happen this week. I mean, banking people in four different countries have said they've been notified that this is going to be our week. Yeah. Should I tell you that or should I not tell you that? I mean, it came oh, no, to me. Of course. I hope of course that is right. I don't it. know. But the question was, what do I think? Now, when I told you last week, they said, hey, this weekend, I said, okay, it might be negative. I don't think it's going to happen because I didn't think it. They were still being told that on certain levels, but it didn't make sense to me. And it didn't happen. And I said Tuesday was the first day I could even see it going to happen. So I am giving you my perspective, but I'm also giving you the information as it's being put out there. Because I don't know if it's right, wrong, or indifferent. I know they're trying to do something. I know they're anticipating something. But I also know up to this point, Nobody has been right. I wanted to say they lied, but they changed because situations changed. But I know that's how they do business in Iraq regardless, and I know that's how they do business here in the U.S. Nobody's going to actually know when it's going to happen until hours after it has already happened. Trust me. We'll have a window in it. But that's going to be it. Go ahead. What I think, Tony, is it's going to happen, and we're not going to know it until you guys let us know it happened, whether it's the middle of the night or the early in the morning. That's my opinion. But you did tell me something today you've never said before. Four different countries have absolutely believed it is going to happen this week because that's what they were told. Now, you never told us anything like that before, so I'm good with that now, without a problem. And if that doesn't happen, are you going to call that false hope, too? No, no. No. If if it doesn't happen, uh, I don't see how they can keep going much, much longer uh, to survive without the RV happening. All right, me either. And I've explained that earlier in the call why. And actually, 
I, I guess I should have gave you guys that part uh, at the beginning of the call because 404 would have had like 50 more questions. <laughs> I tell you <laughs> but I, I actually forgot about it, but it did happen uh, yesterday and this morning with the people that I'm talking to. So multiple countries are saying this week that they received some kind of notification or, or to be on alert like the bank guy, because they got it all about the same time, to be on high alert. Does that mean 100% is going to happen? No. No. It, it, it does not. It, it just means we're getting one step closer to it actually happening with the total of everything that's being said and done that we can see. It is coming closer to reality. That's all. Right, but by telling us more about these different countries now gives us even more hope that this thing is going to happen. So all we're doing is praying and keeping the faith and keeping the hope that it will happen. I think it's going to happen while we're asleep. Me too. We're not going to know it until you let us know. Okay. Well, let's make it happen then. All right, thank you, there sir. You thank you, sir. Ray and Tony, God bless you guys. Have a good day. God bless. Already. All right, you too. Two, two, uh, two zero eight. You're on. Moving that thing is very. Two zero eight. Oh, I have to go. Zero eight. Yeah. Good morning, gentlemen. How we doing today? Hey, fantabulous, sir. And yourself. Now, text. Tony, I've just listened to your explanation. I've listened to the whole call, and it comes down to one thing. I don't have any idea what's going on. Do you? <laughs> well, I have an idea what's going on. It's just I can't influence it one way or the other. I certainly can't make it happen, but there's definitely things happening. What's the latest rate we have on the dong? Oh, that's a rate question. It didn't change from the last time that we gave a rate. And um, 60 cents to $2, or something was the last thing a bank told us that they were seeing on the screen. I'd be very happy with that if they would do, if it would be true. All right, gentlemen, I, as always, I like listening to you, but as always, I come away confused at the end of the call. Well, okay, that's a good thing. Because they want us to be confused. That's all. <laughs> but they still want us to know what's going to happen. All right? All right, hey, you all have a great day. All right, thank you, sir. All right, take care. 678 code, you are on. Good evening. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Good afternoon. Okay. Okay. I think this Good is uh, a a question for Ray, mostly. I think uh, three questions I have, and um, the the first one is: Are there negative tax consequences to exchange currency in my name? Then. Uh, 
transfer it to the trust when the when the approval comes. That's the first question. No. In other words, to be a caretaker for the trust until approval. Until approval of what? Of the trust. To be a caretaker of the money until the, the trust comes in, until the approval comes in. Okay. I'm not sure because what you're trying to ask, but your initial question was, is there going to be any negative taxes, you taking money from an exchange and moving it to a trust? And the answer to that is no. There's not going to be any negative tax situations doing that. Okay. Uh, the the second question is, uh, uh to be a caretaker, um, the, um, the same question is, uh, uh, can a complex trust have multiple sub-trusts uh, with uh, different trustees? Yes, that can happen. I don't see why something like that would happen in what most of us are doing for our life, but technically that can happen. Okay. And the third question is, uh, is a, an irrevocable trust subject to the uh, um, 15,000 limit, the, the gift limit, uh, uh, give, give donations? All right. From our understanding, a gift it is tax deductible. I'm sorry? Now, there's a difference between a gift and a donation. Now, the donation is, a donation. is, is going to be tax deductible if it's to a recognized charity. And so, yes, trust can do that. So it is going to be taxable. I'm trying to understand. Okay. It's going to be tax deductible is what you ask. Donating to a charity is a tax write-off. So that's not taxable, that's tax deductible. Wait, are you talking about giving or receiving? Giving. uh, See, if I give to another irrevocable trust, uh, what are the consequences of that? Now you just changed the question completely from what you originally asked. So you... You might be getting yourself confused with gifts, donations, trust, and personal capacity. Well, not in personal. starting to run around and overlap now. Okay. But the the last question was that, can an irrevocable trust, okay, well, is that subject, to the 15,000, uh, well, whether it's donation or okay. gift. Is the trust subject to gift tax if it gives someone more than $15,000? Yes. Just like you would be subject to it, it would be subject to it. So by someone if it, if it giving, gives it, to it an could individual. be. Well, right? that's the only way it's going to be given a gift is to an individual. Because anything else is going to be a donation. If it's to an entity, a recognized entity, excuse me, if it's a, you know, if it's a recognized 
charitable entity, it's not a gift. It's a donation. But if it's a person okay. or or um, well, see, you don't give a gift to a business. Usually, you're buying something from that business. But if you give a gift to a business, then it'd still be subject to the gift tax, to my understanding. Okay. Well, then let's take the the, the donation. If you donate to another, not an individual per se, but a a tax, a, a, um, a another irrevocable trust. Gifting is gifting. If it's not a recognized charity, it's a gift, and then you're subject to the gift tax of that gift whether it's a person or another trust or anything else, if it's not a recognized charity, it'll be a gift okay. subject to gift tax. Okay. So I, I think what I was confusing is uh, a trust and a charity. A charity can be a trust. And, uh, yeah, charity can okay. be in trust form, yes. Yes, but, but then to, to go with what you are saying, so that that is a recognized um, entity, charity. other than a private person. A recognized charity. Yes, charity. That is. It's an charity. entity, but yes. now if it's a recognized charity, then any money is going to be a donation to that to that recognized charity, even though it is an entity. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Um, that's about all the questions that I have. And right, I appreciate the, the work that you guys do. You, okay. you guys are awesome. Thank, Thank you very much. Okay. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye now. 760, Erico, you are on. Good morning and good afternoon. As hey. usual, excellent. Hey, excellent, excellent, excellent information. And sometimes as we listen. Uh, my 90-year-young mother is on here. Uh, sometimes cool. when we listen, uh, yes, um, we come away with just that much more knowledge. So take away the carrot. We always have hope. And this is a forever learning journey of enlightenment. We've been listening for seven and a half years, been involved for seven and a half years. And I haven't ever taken a college course in my life that's given me the knowledge and the wealth of information that both of you have given me. And I do. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Never cease to learn something. And sometimes I think that people, they don't get the answer they want. They don't feel that they got their question answered. And the truth is they need to be listening to the answer and adjust their thinking to maybe I need to be looking at this differently. Yes. It's a carrot. <laughs> so going back to that 90-year-old, 90-year-young, um, excuse me, mother, she is listening, uh, is celebrating a birthday. And although she said to me seven and a half years ago, I better still be able to drive a car when this happens. I want a Rolls Royce. She can still ride along. She's still here. Wait, so, is he still driving though? 
No, and if it's a Rolls Royce, you can bet no, no, and I will be pressing the no button. <laughs> hey, you can let her drive it down the driveway. Look. Exactly. Seven and a half years ago, yes, but not now. Oh, well, I'd like to tell her uh, happy birthday, and we appreciate it, and uh I'm glad she's a member of TNT, and she is why we do it. And, and thank you very much. Okay. You're welcome. And she had to drag me into this because I, I won't say I wasn't a believer. I wasn't a knowledge person. I'm like, what are you talking about? And she said, well, I know what I'm talking about, and get us in on that. So here we are. And she, I won't say she's been dragging me ever since because what I'm gaining from this, as I mentioned, is, is just knowledge beyond zillions of dollars. And, and I think that's, that's where some of us, that when I listen to other uh, folks, they miss it. They're, they're missing the enlightenment of this journey. And that is, you know, I love the phrase, um, get ready, be ready so you don't have to get ready. With every delay and every new thing that we hear or that happens, it's that much more being ready. That's the way I've looked at it. I, I think back if it had happened a year ago or two years ago or three years ago, I would have done something entirely different in my structuring. As we continue on this journey, the structuring changes a little bit, but it's the forever hanging on to it. Sometimes it's easier to make the money than to hang on to the money. And that's really what I'm looking for is the, the hanging on and the legacy of all of this. You know, um, I, I appreciate all of that. And that you're, you're – are you from Texas? So oh, I'm okay. right down the road. Oh, okay. I'll say, well, I appreciate the fact that – your 90-year-old mother dangled that carrot in front of you, <laughs> but you actually caught it, unlike some people in Texas. They just keep on going, but you actually <laughs> caught it and understood it. And, and they, everybody, and, and we said it for years, and I've always said it for years, I mean, as it drags on, it does become uh, monotonous. It does become... Uh, a, a weight on all of us, and me included, and, and Ray included, and I do tell him, man, I just be so glad when this is over, over. It has grown beyond our belief, but more importantly, the, the responsibility and the expectations, but it has also been exactly what I thought it would be when it started, from the very moment that they told me it's just a bunch of toothless crackheads and 90, 95% of them going to be broke within two years, I was like, that can't be possible. I mean, it can't be possible, but it could be possible. And then we start seeing about all the lottery winners who are broke in five years, you know, 10 years, and are right back where they started. Because it's all gone. They didn't have anything to do with it or didn't know what to do with it. 
So we have been different from every other so-called guru that has ever come out to talk about BRV. It wasn't about the rate and the date. It was about the future, both then and now. It was about looking at the opportunities beyond just getting the money and how to become a part of those. But to me, and what I've tried to even pass on to as many of you who will listen or who will think about it, it is the one opportunity above all else to create a legacy for your family, a legacy for your family for years and years to come if you'll just take advantage of it and the different avenues that we have shared. So it's been more of, and I've said it several times throughout the years, my daughter is a uh, dean of one of the schools in uh, Ohio. Not my daughter, my niece. (laughs) She's a college dean, and she always tells me, these people have no idea the wealth of education and how much this would cost and this and that and what you're giving them. They don't even get in college. I think we're just doing our fair share in that respect. And God knows I never thought it would last this long. I mean, no, I did not. It's not part of my plan, but we're going to do what we can while we're here. And I appreciate you acknowledging that and saying it. So even more so, I know it's easier for you to say because you're not from Texas. So, okay. (laughs) But I am a I am originally from Pennsylvania, so I, I grew up in uh, with, with good stock. But um, you know, like your um, like your niece pointed out, it, absolutely. I mean, what what you and Ray have chased down and dissected and tried to understand and then tried to rearticulate to us, that's beyond knowledge and education that anyone in any classroom is ever going to get because it's the school of life. And if, if basically in life, if you're not paying attention, it's not going to pass you by. It's going to run you over. So we're talking about basic economics, which some of it fundamentally hasn't changed. But as we get older and move through society, certain parts of it do change. And this call in particular I was noticing um, it is changing. Our global economy is changing. And if we are not keeping up with what to do next, once we step through this door, we're not just going to lose it, but it's going to adversely affect people in ways they never expected. They, They would be better off never having it than to have had it and lost it. Uh, if they're not paying attention. And for those, I just hope they somehow find the enlightenment from what you share to look at it in a different way. Um, Because that that really is, um, that's what makes you and Ray uniquely different in our world today, is not only are you willing to share it, but the influence that you share it with is always, always positive. Okay, thank you. Yeah, for sure. So, all right, um, thank you. Is mom, is mom on the call? Mother wants birthday song. Is, is mother listening? Mother is listening. 
Okay, you've been making her wait all this long time. I wanna wanna wish you a happy birthday. I wanna wanna help you celebrate. I wanna wanna wish you lots of presents. I wanna wanna help you eat your cake. If you're bossy, bossy, bossy in the island way. You'll be jamming all night till the light of day. Your birthday, birthday is your day to shine. Another year and you'll be looking fine. So have a no worries, don't you hesitate. Happy birthday. Thank you very much. Okay. Have a good day. Thank you. You too. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, Tony. All right, guys. Everything suggested. We're not ready yet. One one more thing. I need to share this letter from AJ says, I'm new right. to the Dinar world. Took a short weekend trip to Big Bear here in California. A friend of mine told me about the Iraqi Dinar. That Monday, I did my research on the Dinar. It made sense. By the following Friday, I had made my first investment. I've been involved now for almost three months. Thank you both for all your information. I do believe Question, can you talk about deleting the three zeros from the dinar? What does it mean? Did you want me to respond to it? Or I thought you oh, yeah. Yeah. We got <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, most, so you know, most of the folks up here don't like my answers anyway. So oh, they have yeah. your answers. <laughs> Man. <laughs> Okay, I didn't know we were answering letters. <laughs> okay. Yeah, since right. three months into this, they're still brand new, so they want to get a quick understanding of what deleting the zeros means. And they've been doing their research, so that's that's good. They didn't just blindly just do it because right. somebody said buy it. They researched it. All right. Deleting the three zeros, for those who don't know, is the RV itself. They're going to revalue the currency. So by deleting the three zeros, a 5,000 note will become a $5 note. A 1,000 note will become a $1 note. 10,000, $10 note. That's all. Now, that's what would the value would be if those three zero notes are out there. But it also changes the exchange rate of the dinar. From what it is currently today to whatever they're going to set it at, 371, 471, whatever, increases the value. Now, why do they delete three zeros? Because right now, in order for them to buy uh, something for 50 U.S. dollars, they had to have 50,000 in these dinar, right? 
because it's eleven hundred for one dollar. So even more than right. that. But that means they got to carry around uh, all these notes in order for them to buy. Uh, I want to take some uh, a television or um, a refrigerator. They got to carry around a wheelbarrow full of uh, dinar in order to pay for something that we pay for with, you know, $1,000 bills, 10 bills. They got to carry a wheelbarrow around. By deleting the three zeros on the currency, it will take it back to lower denominations like we have, $1, $2, $5, $10, instead of thousands. But it will multiply the value by almost 100 times. And I'm saying that because it's worthless right now to $4.71, The Deleting the three zeros is only a visual to the people there of changing what the currency looks like for their amount, but then also increases the value for our purchasing power of the new lower denominations. So we have a couple articles that we have put out with deleting the three zeros as Iraq has explained it to their citizens. I'm sure it's in the forum somewhere, which you should absolutely read, absolutely, because it explains it probably a lot better than I just did trying to condense it all. It gives you the long version. So everybody understands what deleting the three zero means. Maybe Ray can find it. Uh or some or Tish oh, it's there. go right to it. Yeah, all right. So after this I get the link to it, I will tweet it out so everybody can reread what deleting the three zero means versus just always hearing uh revaluing the currency, because those are the two terms that come out, revaluing the currency and deleting the zeros, which are both going to happen at the same time and going to have the same result when when it does. There's also an article out of, uh, I think it was the New York Times, back when Kuwait did their revaluation, that I tell everybody they should go and read. You can Google it. It will come up. Kuwait currency revaluation, how the process was, when it was. I think there's a graph in there where they give you the day, and you can go back and look at the graph, see how much the rate changed, and exactly how long it took for that to occur. So all this information is there. If people want to do what she did, took the time, and do a little research, and it should give you even more confidence that this thing is going to happen. Iraq can't just constantly go on television, go to meetings, finance ministers, put out all these articles talking about they're the richest country in the region, yet they're the poorest country in the region. I mean, who does that make sense to? Politicians and everybody are constantly putting that out now more so than ever, that they are the richest country in the region. So go ahead and look up those two things 
and that should give you all the information you need. Okay. And the uh, the NAR 101 is in the latest blast and tweet section that everyone can go and pull up and, and look at it. The NAR 101 history transcript. Yep, it's really great to do. Okay. All right, sir. Man, I had now to go through can... all that. I forgot what I was getting ready to say when you told me to stop. I was getting ready to tell him something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, oh, okay. I, this is what I was going to tell you guys. All right. So I sent out, and I sent it out throughout the years, and I sent it out a week ago, too, you know, about lottery winners. You know, the, the worst thing that could happen or what has happened with lottery winners or lottery winners that have lost it all. I mean, you guys need to Google that and understand. Uh, the last one was about five different lottery winners. There's probably five of them. Not the worst, but there's so many out there who just didn't know what to do, who weren't prepared. Like, I hope and pray a bunch of you are prepared. And it was absolutely... What I've said, the worst thing that could ever happen in their life was winning all that money. There's some of you on the call. This is going to be your worst nightmare when it happens because you haven't paid attention or you aren't prepared. And believe me, you're going to lose family. You're going to lose friends. You're going to lose associates. I mean, there's no way around it. That part is just going to happen. And it may not be nothing you do. It's just how they perceive you from that point on. But you have to be mentally prepared for that and know that it's coming. Or don't let all those people take advantage of you and this be your worst mistake. Because this is it. You can spend all the money. But next year, you're going to still owe taxes after the money's gone. I mean, not on this on the money you get from that, the money on the interest. You can spend it, blow it, do whatever you want. But you're going to owe taxes on that money, and it's going to haunt you forever if you're not prepared. So be prepared. All right. Today's a great day. It's Magnificent Monday. I'm loving it. All the information is positive. We're going to wait and see what happens, but we're going to know that it's going to happen. So, with that, I want you to do what I'm going to do. Enjoy the rest of your day. Be super fantastic while you're doing it. And share the super fantastic. All right, Ray. Okay. That's going to do it for this morning segment of the TNT call. And um, if you remind me, Wednesday, Tony, I'll let folks know about an upcoming meet and greet in Atlanta on October the 29th. We'll talk about it maybe on Wednesday. It already doesn't happen before then. All right. Yeah, keep I believing, just heard folks. about it last night. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Go ahead. All right. Somebody else told me about it. I said, oh, I didn't know. But all right. <laughs> hey, at least you're in the loop. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> all right, folks. Keep believing. We sure do. <laughs> this keeps me going days when I feel like giving up. Fire.
want you to already see yourself out of the storm. The clouds will move. It's time for you to smile again. Come on, Sean. I believe my family will get better. I believe God will provide. I believe the promise that He made. already pre-approved you for it. Come on, Bacardi. I that my God is a healer. Yes, he is. And I believe that I will survive. Oh, I, I believe that That if any two of us shall agree on anything on earth, that God will do it for us in heaven. And I know sometimes life has a way of knocking you down to the point where you can't even pray for yourself. But today, I want to agree with you that it's getting ready to get better. And right now, we are giving your problem an expiration date. And we're saying it's over. That you've been crying long enough. That you've been worried long enough. That you've been struggling long enough. And I believe that God's gonna do it for you. I believe God's gonna do it.
Conference recording, press one. This session is no longer being recorded. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is a wrap. We are out of here. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.